0: As we're continuing on, leading up to Resurrection Sunday, Easter Sunday, celebrating the the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, we're dealing with a series, Why Did He Die? Uh, Following the signs of life. And so we've, we've gone through some signs, and now we're on the sign of no passing zone. The no passing zone. Meaning that you may be stuck behind a car. That might be going slower than what you want to go. But you reach the zone where it said no passing. Which means that it's not safe for you to pass the car in front of you. And and the reason why it's not safe is because sometimes the roads are curving. Sometimes there's a hill and you, you may not be able to see the oncoming traffic. And so it's better for you just to stay behind the car than trying to get around and get into an accident Jesus wants us just to follow him he wants us just to get behind him and and Jesus might be moving at a pace that's not the pace you want to go but you still need to just follow him it may be similar to this that you might be invited to a friend's house and, and say this friend saying that I, I want you to come and, and I'm going to give you directions. So you're asking all these questions. It's, Do I get on the expressway? Do I get on this street? Should I go here? Should I turn left? Should I turn right? And the friend says, forget all that. Just follow me. And now, now you're getting even more anxious. But if I'm going to follow you, which exile are we going to get off of? Don't worry about that. Just Follow me. And then you say, well, but I know my way around. Are you going to take a shortcut? Because I know a shortcut. You say, don't f- worry about that. Just follow me. And, and so you get in your car, your friend gets in their car, and you're just following them. And, and, and guess what? You get there on time. You show up when they show up. And most importantly, you're there when the host is there because you can't get in without the host. But yet oftentimes we want to do it our way. And said you did do it, Joe, you might have became lost. You might not have found the house, and the host would have been there, but you would not be there. Jesus is letting us know that I know where you want to go. And I know the best way of getting there. And when you get there, guess what? It's going to be right on time. It won't be late, but it'll be right on time. And that, guess what? You'll get there safely. You'll know the right direction. You'll be headed in the right path, but just follow me. There's instructions that we need to follow, that Jesus gives. And we're going to look at this miraculous catch of fish in Luke 5th chapter. Jesus is teaching here, and there's a great multitude around him, and, and they are so anxious to hear the word of God that they are pushing against Jesus while he's against the sore, And so we're going to look into this text here. Luke 5th uh, chapter verses 1 through 11. And, and we're going to see Jesus talking to Peter. Uh, Peter as we know became a, a disciple. He started following Jesus. So we're going to meet here now. The time when Peter decides to fully follow Jesus. But there were some things that happened before there. Are you with me? Luke fifth chapter, verse one. I'm reading from the New International Version, and the word of God says, "And it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him, him is Jesus, to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Geneser. That's also also known as the Sea of Galilee. Is the same place, but he's on the northern part. and And they saw two ships standing by the lake, but the fishermen were gone out of them, and they were washing their nets. and and he entered into one of the ships. And which was Simon's. And he prayed him that he would thrust out a little from the land. So I'm going to pause there. Jesus just walked into Simon's ship, Peter's ship, and asked him. He said he prayed him. He didn't demand him. He didn't, he didn't command him, tell him what to do. He asked him politely. He said he prayed him. He petitioned him. He questioned him. said, can you just push off a little bit? And so... Simon's and prayed him that he would thrust out a little from the land, and he sat down and taught the people out of the ship. And now, when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, Launch out into the deep. Now, now he says, Simon, here, go out a little bit further, and let down your nets for a a draught. Verse five. And Simon answered, said unto him, Master, we have toiled all the night and have taken nothing; nevertheless, at thy word. I will let down the net. I'm going to stop right there for a moment. No passing zone, just follow Jesus. Jesus gives instructions to Peter. First and foremost, Jesus is teaching the multitude. So Peter and, and his brothers and, 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 and the Zebedee's brothers, you know, they, they're over there washing their nets from a hard night's work. And Jesus is trying to teach and people are getting close to him. That's basically me getting right here and, and trying to teach and, and the people could not see him. And so that's why some people move around trying to find me right now. But Jesus saw the boat and he said, push out a little bit further so the people could hear him. But yet Jesus would have to speak louder than him, But yet he wanted to teach them so bad that he did not care as long as they heard him teaching. And so he gets in the boat, which happened to be Peter's, and and Peter gets in the boat with Jesus. And he says, push out a little bit further. And, And so Peter is following the instructions of Jesus. Now, oftentimes following instructions, we want to know why we're following instructions. But yet this is not the first time Peter met Jesus. Jesus had saw Peter before doing the same thing Peter was doing now, fishing. Peter was a professional fisher. And so uh, Jesus is speaking to him in verse 4. Says, now when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a drought. Now this, this is where I, I, I can see myself being just like Peter. That, that you want to come on my job, on my time, and tell me how to do my job. You don't even work here. Matter of fact, you don't even have experience doing what I do. I've been doing this for a long time, but all of a sudden, you're going to show up and tell me how to do this. The audacity of you. But yet Jesus says, I I, I know what your vocation is. I know what your life is all about. But guess what? I know how to make your life better. I know how to add on to your life while you know mainly how to take away from your life. But Jesus is talking to Peter. And, and so Peter saying, uh, and some answer said unto him, verse 5, Master, we have toiled all the night and, and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word I will let down the net. Uh, and, and, and I believe in the King James, it says, but because you say so. You see, some of us need to stop Living our lives the way we want to live, but look at the word of God and say, but because you say so, I'll follow you. Uh, I I, I know what I did all night, and and guess what? Peter came up empty. Some of us are living our lives in the same direction we've been doing, how we saw somebody else do it. So we're doing the same thing that they're doing, and, and we're still coming up. Empty. we we worked all night just like Peter did, but yet we have nothing to show for it. We, 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 we got a great job. We have a big house, a big car, but yet we're still coming up empty. Uh, we, we, we get MVPs and people know our names, but yet when we go home, we're still coming up empty. And so Jesus realized that Peter's life was coming up empty. And, and, and what did he do? He stepped in his boat. Jesus is willing to step in your life, but is your life available for him to step in? (laughs) It said there was two boats there, you understand here, and, and, and Jesus happened to step in Simon's boat. You see, if you make yourself available for Jesus, guess what? He's willing to use you and step right on in and and make a difference in your life. But yet the boat was open for Jesus to step in. Is your life open? Are you open to following Jesus? And, And what it means to follow him means you go at his pace. He may know the speed limit is 55, but he decided to go 40. So you need to go 40. I know you're in a hurry. I know you want to see everything move faster than what it is. But yet Jesus says, I know where we're going. And when I get there, it's going to be the right time. It reminds me of one of my favorite movies, Lord of the Rings. And and Gandalf shows up and and Frodo comes to him and says, you're late. And he says, a wizard arrives exactly at the right time. Basically, I'm never late. I show up. It's the right time. And, and I want you to understand this, that when Jesus shows up, it's the right time. and It's the perfect time. And I know you wanted him earlier, but he showed up at the right time. Oftentimes, we're going in the wrong direction, heading in the wrong way, and Jesus is telling you to follow me. And so when Jesus stepped in to Peter's life, some change started happening here. So Simon answered him and said unto him, Master, we have toiled all the night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. Let's see what happens here. Verse 6. And, and when they had this done, they enclosed a great multitude of fish and their net brake. And they beckoned unto their partners, which were in the other ship, that they should come and help them. And they came and filled both the ships, y- y'all see that there. It didn't just fill up Simon's ship; it filled up both the ships, and and so that they began to what sink. I, I, just, just think about this for a moment. How, how many here uh, know that a car has a certain amount of weight it can hold? If you don't, you know the shots just drop down because it's overloaded. These ships were made to catch fish. They were made to catch fish, but. It was not made to catch these multitude of fish. And not even that, not only one boat couldn't handle it, but two boats couldn't handle it. The boat boats began to sink. Let's see what we'll continue on here. And when Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me for I I am a sinful man, oh Lord. I'm going to stop right there. I'm going to stop right there. Now, Jesus was talking to Peter, and, and he got done teaching. So Peter sat under the teaching of Jesus. He heard Jesus teaching the people. And, and man, what it would be like to sit under the teaching of Jesus and, and hear, thus saith the Lord. Because do you understand that Jesus was speaking with authority at the age of 12? He was telling the Pharisees and Sadducees what thus saith the Lord. So imagine 20 years of experience, of growing in wisdom and knowledge in God, the power that was there. And Peter was sitting right under there. And then Jesus tells him, go out a little bit further. And so Peter goes out a little bit further. and, And then Jesus tells him how to do his job. Jesus is telling us how to do our job. But are we listening? Because when we're not listening, we miss out on blessings that overflow. And that only blesses you, but blesses other people. Did, did it not say that both, bit, both boats were filled? And they weren't just filled, but they were sinking because they had too many fish. I want you to understand that God wants to use you so much that when he overflows in your life, you'll be able to bless somebody else. And by you blessing somebody else, somebody else will be blessing you. And, and by you blessing one another, together you'll be adding more people into the multitude. And you'll be making a difference in people's lives. And yet Peter realized that, man, it wasn't because what I have done or, or because I'm a great fisher. Because it was well known to the fishers that you fished at night in the Sea of Galilee. And you didn't go out in the deep. You went into the shallow area. But Jesus... But Jesus told him to go out in the deep during the day they just got done working. That, that's like you, if you work third shift. You just got off your shift. And then the manager comes in and says, can you go back in and work a little bit more? And, and, and you probably say, I already did my job. I can't do it any better than I already did. It's, it's over now. But yet he tells you to go back in. Are you willing to trust and obey? I know myself that I would tell this manager that I'm done and I'm going home. But yet Peter said, uh, but because you say so, I will. I'm I'm glad that Jesus is willing to bless us if we just trust and obey. He, He did not tell Peter ahead of time what was going to happen. He just told him, push out. You see, when you're behind Jesus and you're following him, he may not always let you know what's down the road, but he just wants you to follow him. And as you follow him, you might be seeing things happen in your life that was not possible unless you followed him. You see, Peter would not have seen this multitude of fists unless he just obeyed and followed Jesus. And when he decided to follow Jesus, Jesus did not only bless him physically, but blessed him spiritually. You see, Jesus is concerned about your whole life. He's concerned about your physical well-being as well as about your spiritual well-being. You see here, he knew what Peter's vocation was. And he knew that he needed to catch fish to take care of his job. And so Jesus helped him out. There's times that you will think that you're looking for a new job and you get a new job. And you think your resume and that person that wrote that letter a recommendation for you. But you forgot to thank Jesus. Because it was Jesus that placed favor with that employee. It was Jesus that helped you meet that person at the right time. It was Jesus that led you into this direction. But yet we think we're doing everything by ourselves, that I'm in control. But I want you to understand that those little children know the song. He's got the whole world in his hands. I want you to understand that Jesus has your life. In his hands. And he can add on into your life. In his hands. But yet you just need to hold on. To God's unchanging hand. You see, (laughs) Jesus wants to bless you. But yet all we have to do is just follow him. Peter, when he followed him, realized what a sinful man he was. I want you to understand that while you're following Jesus, it may not be always a happy journey. There's going to be some times you're going to realize that you messed up. There's going to be some times that you realize that you should have turned left, but you went right and you was all wrong. Well, you should have just kept straight. And so Peter realized that I'm doing what Jesus is asking me to do, and I'm I'm receiving this great blessing, but I'm not deserving of this great blessing. Good God from Zion. I'm glad that Jesus knows that we're not worthy of the blessing that he's giving us, but what? He's going to bless you anyway. And not only will he bless you, he'll bless your family, he'll bless your children, he'll bless your friends. When you make yourself available for him, he will bless you. Look in the text. I think I might have lost some people. Let's see. He blessed. Who did he bless? So, for he was. A, look at verse nine. For he was astonished, and, and all that were with him at the draught of the fishes which had they taken, and so was also James and John the sons of Zebedee, which were partners with Simon and Jesus. And and unto Simon, fear not, from henceforth thou shalt catch men. See that, it it spread over not only to Peter and his his brother, but also Zebedee's sons. The sons of thunder, they they were astonished of what happened. Why were they astonished? Because they realized that this was the movement of God. It wasn't because it was the right time of fishing. Common knowledge of fishermen. No, you fish at night. But because Jesus says it says, but because Jesus. Tell somebody, but because Jesus. Because you you can put that in a lot of things. I should have been dead and gone, but because of Jesus. I should have been broke, but because of Jesus. My marriage should be established, but because of Jesus. My child would have been lost, but because of Jesus. You see here, Peter realized, but because of Jesus, my life has a whole new meaning. My life has changed, and, and I'm glad that Jesus realized, I'm going to give you even more in your life. You are a fisher right, uh, right now, a fish. And you're catching a live fish and they become dead. But Jesus told them, I will make you fishes of men. And the men you will catch, they will be dead when they come into your nets. But through Jesus Christ, they become alive. They become new creatures. They become born again. You see, Jesus has given us purpose in our lives that when we're working for the world, we're getting dead-end results. But when we're working for Jesus, we're getting living results. Jesus says, I will increase your life that you will have life to the field or or more abundantly. That's why he's came and that's why we can shout out those scriptures. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me because for God so loved the world he gave his only begotten son. So when we get inside about Jesus we realize that my life is no longer for me but my life belongs to him so I'm willing to go that pace Jesus wants to slow down I'll slow down behind him I won't ride his tail I'll stay back and just wait my way oh come on in join me as I follow Jesus because we're going to go in the same direction we're going to go on to the other side we're going to go where he wants me to be you see I my life is not for me to live, but my life is for me to give to Jesus because he gave everything for me. He, they hung him high. They stressed him wide. You see, he, he died on the cross for us. Why did he die? He died so that we may live. Not just live how we want to live, but to live according to his will. I'm glad that when Jesus went to the grave, he had, Nail marks in his hands. But three days later, he rose up with all power in his hands. Ha. Three days later, he came up with the gates of, with the keys of Hades and hell in his hand. I'm glad that sin was defeated through Jesus. And so, since Jesus has given me a higher purpose, as it says in Philippians, that I press on towards the mark of the higher calling in Christ Jesus. Now I should realize I should live even higher for him. So just as Peter, when you go to your job, even though you may not get the results you want to get, just say, Lord, I want you to have your results today. Lord, I, I I want you to, to bless my tongue that I don't curse out my boss today. Lord, I want you to bless my mind that I will treat the customers right today. Lord, bless me to get on time because I've been late a couple of weeks. <laughs> Lord, let me do my job to the best of my ability. Lord, because I realize, Father, that you want me to do well at my job as well as my personal life. You see, Jesus is concerned about your whole life. So just slow down and get behind Jesus. I know you passed him up and you got some bruises. You got some flat tires. You got a, a bit fender. But you get behind Jesus. He'll make you whole. He'll give you peace that transfers all understanding because Jesus wants to move in your life. But are you willing to trust and obey? If you messed up, just say, Lord, but because you said so. But because you said so, I'm willing to follow. But because you said so, I'm willing to go out a little bit deeper. But because you said so, I'm willing to leave all that I have and follow you. But because you said so, I'll forsake the world and follow you. But because you said so, because you said so. Not because what mom and dad said, but because of what Jesus said. Not, not because what your best friend said, but because what Jesus said. Because Jesus knows all about your troubles. He knows all about your pain and suffering. Jesus knows what's going on in your household. Jesus knows what's going on in your boss. He knows what's going on in foreign lands. And guess what? He wants to move everywhere. But are you going to open up your life to let Jesus step? right in and tell you what to do. He's speaking to you right now. What is it that you need to do? What is it that you need to obey him in and let him build you up? If you don't know Christ, he's telling you to confess right now because you're going to anyway. The Bible says that every knee shall bow And every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. So you can believe now or you you will find out later. But if you believe now, you're you're guaranteed, hallelujah, eternal life. So because if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord, you shall be saved. Because he hung on the cross. And he died for you. And he rose again on the third day with all power in his hands, defeating death, so that you may live. Every head bowed, every eyes closed. Right now, right now, if you do not know Jesus, right now, if you're unsure, if you're to die today and you'll spend eternity in heaven, I just want to share this prayer with you that Jesus is. It died on the cross for your sins. If you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that he is Lord, you shall be saved. I want to lead you in this prayer. If that's you, if that's you, every head bowed, every eyes closed, just repeat after me. If that's you, say, dear Lord Jesus, I believe you died on the cross for my sin and you rose again from the grave. And Lord, I thank you for forgiving me for how I messed up. I thank you, Lord, for saving me. I thank you, Lord, for loving me. And right now I'm asking you, I'm inviting you to come into my heart and be my personal Lord and Savior.